Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Bea. Let's get the neighbors Hello, this is Neighbours, the Neighbours recap podcast we have a yarn about the most recent episodes of Neighbours that just aired, and we got the Full House gang back together. It's Yay! Back. I'm Vaya. I'm CJ. And I'm Kate. Oh, the original the original crew, plus hashtag Neighbubs. We've got uh, baby, well, he was Baby Lou, but we can call him by his his name, Angus. Yeah, he's here today, so he might have some special comment. Yeah. yeah. and um, he, He's considerably more handsome and talented than Neighbours's. Angus. Uh, yes. And Lou. <laughs> yes, and Lou. <laughs> Angus, who we bid farewell to this week. Yeah. What a whirlwind experience. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of that happening at the moment. It's almost like Neighbours has like special guest stars. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah. They're not all around all together. No. It's like one person's got a friend, one person's got a relative, one person's got a someone yeah. they worked with. And, but- and everyone's got houses that magically expand to fit everybody. Yeah, I know. You don't have to worry. The, the, the rooms are all set up, ready to go. Except one of my big questions of the week is, where is Paul Robinson staying? Where is Madison Robinson staying? Uh, okay. No, no, Paul. But he's staying at the Erinsboro. Yeah. At the Dive Motel. That's, da- where, at that's the where he was living before he went through all the troubles. Oh, okay. Because... All right. Well, I haven't seen him there. And as soon as the place blew up and he deleted his footage from Teresa's, Teresa's computer, he booked it and went and lived in the um, yeah. hotel from In the storeroom. Yeah. With the ensuite. And okay, now. Yeah. Madis- so- Madison, I think, staying at Sheila's, isn't she? Well, she seems to hang around that house a bit because yeah. her cousin lives there. So Paul brought her down. Maybe he's put her up at the dive motel. Maybe. That seems above her standards. I mean, below her below standards. Below her standards, yeah. Um, I'm not sure where she lives, but you know what? She's getting a good shower every morning, so that's all that matters. <laughs> and she has time to set her curls. I know, she does look immaculate. She's got plenty of time. She does not look run off her feet like a journalist should. No. <laughs> in any way. And she she kind of looks a bit like Beck Judd, I reckon. You know, yeah, the, the yeah. wag. Yeah. Uh, wife of footballer Chris Judd. Yep, yep. Who hosts the weather on Channel 9, despite mm. not, not mm. being a meteorologist. No. Doesn't she matter. didn't have to do but that. But she looks immaculate. She reads it with her. Remember um, the girl in Mean Girls that read, read, read the weather <laughs> with her? That's how Beck Judd does it. <laughs> yeah, she, her boobs have ESPN. Actually, so Madison comes back to town in Monday's episode. This is I know, it's like we saw her for what, three days previously? Three episodes? Oh, and I think we all mentioned in various podcasts that it was just weird that she came and there was this big hoo-ha and then she was gone. Yeah. But she didn't even say goodbye when she left. No, it was, it was no... weird. It's like, was she in the rubble? Like, that's the, you know. <laughs> But and anyway, so the, apparently they were setting it up because she was coming back to be a character now. Mm. Yeah, I guess because uh, she's but she's got other jobs. Mm. I don't know how long she's going to stick around. I just you know like reading the vibe on Twitter, she hasn't got that many fans yet. Not yet. She, I mean, she's a very symmetrical person. <laughs> so there's a lot of she's got that. Going no one's on. going to be afraid about about any of her features being out of whack. No, 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 no. And. In, so what had happened on the previous Friday, This is so this is Monday the 27th of June, on the previous Friday, Paul had set up this cadet with the West Waratah star yeah. to lose his job. Yeah, through really implausible means. Yep. It's one of our new uh, favourite devices on Neighbours. It happens at least once a fortnight. It's the old leaving your laptop open by accident ex-machina. Yep. So people either need to close them or put a little passcode on. Yeah. Yep. So when the screen goes dead. 
And yeah. somehow newspapers get printed without um, any final approve of, approval from editors. Or it must be like Blogger. These cadets or whoever must just have a setting. They just type it straight into Blogger and yep. hit publish. Yeah, and it's all done. And Paul managed to get a 50K compensation out of the newspaper on the day. Day of? Yeah. So, yeah, 50K, this lawsuit, like, I've been in media organisations where there have been lawsuits. It takes months, sometimes years for these things to get resolved, let alone, yeah. No, no, yeah, he got the check, but also, like, it cleared really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. He had the money. You can't tell me that pretty much wouldn't ruin a local newspaper, you would think. Yeah, you would think that at least the editor would be fired. Yeah. Yeah. So Paul is out of prison now, as we always knew he would be, because Julie Quill's the guilty party and she organised the whole boiler hoo-ha. So he's out and already has plans to A, get revenge, B, pay his debts off. Mm -hmm. It it is the Paul of old who is back as well. It's like, he's so so deceptive. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so (laughs) excited. It was the Paul I wanted. He'll be mayor within the year. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm quite like Sonia as mayor. Oh, it doesn't matter. He'll get rid of he her. Can, can't he run for the Senate or something? <laughs> um, maybe. <laughs> it is. That's the other thing. It is election day in Australia today. Mm. So, oh, and actually, and we're kind of deciding between the incumbent Mayor Robinson and the you know the opposition of Mayor Sonia. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Bill, yeah. Bill yeah. Shorten is totally Sonia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how Bill Shorten would take that if he's listening. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's taken a lot worse. Yeah, I'm sure he has. And so, and so, we're in kind of that, that golden moment of the weekend where we don't know the result, but the voting has started. And yeah, by the time this goes out, it'll probably the results will be out. Yeah. So, so no yeah. one's furious yet. Uh, but now bringing it all back to he wants the 50k. He asks this cadet by sending a fraudulent, defamatory. Yeah, story straight to print and now the cadet's out and he somehow gets the money, gets the lawsuit, clears all that and gets his niece in as the new cadet yep. all in 24 hours. Amazing. He, he gets stuff done, and which is probably why he should be the mayor. Which, by the way, are, are media organisations still offering cadetships? <laughs> no. Because that's exciting for the media industry, isn't it? A cadetship at a print newspaper as well. Yeah. That's a job for the future, that one. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that that was still a thing. I didn't even know that suburban papers had a daily... No, not at all. Not at all. No, not at all. And and if you do get a job there, you don't get the head story the week after. No. And it's not just a cute little puff piece about your neighbours. And like my our local paper, it comes out like once a fortnight, and it's about you know who's building a local community garden. Oh, he's yeah, and here's a story about the local primary school. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So Madison's here, and Paul's put her straight to work doing this. Yeah, the puff piece on. The profiles of all the errands residents. Yeah, all the usual suspects. Yeah. Oh, but did you see when Madison came into Harold's and she, Piper's there? Yes. And um, she calls out, Pipsqueak! And then Pipsqueak says, Madwoman! And it's like, dude, you've known her for five minutes. However, yeah. So I have some notes. Yeah. And my last note was, why do? And the end of that sentence was meant to be, why do we call um, her Madwoman? Is this something I missed in my postpartum no, memory no. loss? No. It's okay. Y- CJ, it is yet another example of mental health being poorly handled <laughs> by the neighbours writing team. We should not be using uh, these terms so flippantly. No, and to describe someone who's maybe just energetic. Yeah, yeah, as mad. Yeah. This is, have we not moved on beyond the Victorian fiction era of the mad woman in the attic? Have we not? But then they keep on trying to say they're, they're pseudo-sister-in-laws because 
like her brother married her sister. No, they are. nah. But no. they were they, 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 they were at the wedding together, right? Yeah, they they met where they met. In my mind, the wedding. I, I yes. would do so, inverted commas if I could. Thea, but you're you're Greek. Can I point this out? So sure, like, yeah, yeah. like distant family relations are close. Yeah, family. in my yeah. mind, of course, your sisters in law, your cousins, whatever. Like, come on in, <laughs> come one, come all. Set a table at the set a place at the dinner table. But the, I, in my mind, it is realistic that. She's left town and then they've become Twitter friends or Facebook friends mm. and that is kind of cute. You'd think, all right, they yeah. stayed in contact. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they would have had that much in common to be bosom buddies over. How old is Madison? Have we cleared that up? No. Well, she was at uni. Yeah, because so she's she between left, 18 and 22. She's, and so, and she's left uni to be a She cadet. left yep. like... Great, great choice. She yep. left <laughs> Bond University or whatever yes. it was in Queensland and was like, oh, this is better than finishing my degree. Yeah, it's a West Waratah star. Let's go to Melbourne. The weather's wow. great down there. And, and later wow. on in the episode, someone refers to it as, oh, she's working at the star. Like, like oh, we don't yeah. even need to say West Waratah anymore. Mm. Like, there's only one star. Well, R.I.P. Erinsborough News. I do miss it. Oh, well, there was one, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. Went under. Oh, yeah, of course, Paul's paper. <laughs> when I went on my neighbour's tour, I got to visit, like, their their newsroom and their like Susan's office when oh, she was wow. the editor. Oh, that's she in, was too. That was in the heyday. It yeah, really yeah. was. I read, I read the notes on her desk. Oh, what did they say? I can't remember. Was, but, <laughs> but everything was comprehensive. Every single bit of paper on the desks was oh, yeah. made by the art department. Art department mm. are the most amazing workers on mm. our production mm. crew. A beautiful de- attention to detail. Now, the other thing that happened in this episode is that Piper introduces Madison to Tyler. Tyler's down at the garage, yep. and Mad-, Mad starts tinkering away with the under the yeah, bonnet, bonnet of a car. This is before your era, but it was Charlene's garage for a while. Oh, I do know. That. Oh, well, okay, yeah. yeah. That's a, that's... And of course, she still is a mechanic. So yes. Madison is fully down with, um, you know, oil changes, etc. Which was great, and Piper's freaking out that Tyler found this hot. Why wouldn't you? A hundred percent, they're going to get together. Pipes and tiles. No, the other one. Mads and tiles. Yeah, they're going to get together. Miles. Miles. <laughs> Miles. Miles, not piles. <laughs> Madder. Yeah, uh, Pipsqueak and, and, and Tyler, Tyler will get together first, but <gasps> they're going to get together. <gasps> I like oh, but it. But she's so white bread, Madison. But I don't she, think she's ever going to do anything that's but controversial. She can, oh, no, but it'll be a perfect neighbour's tri- love triangle because they're sister-in-laws oh, like and he's Scott got long Charlene hair. Charlene and Jane. Yeah. Mm. And she can legally vote today. Yes, she can. So it's a lot less icky. Yes, that's mm, right. That's and we true. don't we have we ever figured out how old um Pipsqueak is? I'm like her name's not Pipper. No, she's not seventeen yet. She's still sixteen. Oh, vomit! Oh, and tiles. It's not okay. Oh, he had yes. Did you see the photo of that this week? Yep. Yeah. So Tyler, when he was in the pool, showed off his um uh, biceps that had. EST 1991 on it in a nice oh, gothic yeah. script. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Tyler yeah. gave us two tickets to the gun show. We'll put it on, on our... Yeah. Uh, Facebook page. So he's 25. So he's yuck. 10 years older than her. Yuck, yuck, you, yuck, yuck, Which is fine when you're an adult, but she's not an adult. She's actually just still a kid. Yeah, it's, she's a child. And a few yeah. of us a few of us on twi- Twitter are outraged about it. It's just be- it's glorifying. Mm. I, I would say about 80% of yeah. the neighbours' feed is disgusted by yeah. this story. She's probably yet to do the second unit of sexual education at school. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't got past menstruation. No. <laughs> well, she's so... So that's not great. Yeah. Well, she's about to do it on camera for him later in the week. She is, yeah. Now, we'll round off Monday because a couple of things happened uh, carrying over from the week before is that creepy old Walters 
run off with his granddaughter, yes. Nell. Yes. It's not okay. Going to get some homemade Osso out of her. Oh, so, man. You know, it continues off from our whole fault in our stars. His dying daughter needs a bone marrow transplant and Nell's yep. the only viable match. Yep. And 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 I, I wasn't involved, but you guys have um, actually talked about the, the validity of that and it's just mm. not really a thing. N- nobody right? tested Jade. And she is as related to um, Zoe as okay. Nell and Kalama. Yeah. Okay. And, and the other weird thing is that apparently um, another dark day for Silicon Valley's hospital because they've bundled the results and said that Callum wasn't a match. <laughs> and P.S. He's got AIDS now. If there's <laughs> if there's anywhere in the world where you could trust the nerdiness of the genetics crew, it yeah. would have to be Silicon yeah. Valley, right? Yeah. Yeah. So wh- what? <laughs> And, Sorry, made a mistake. And do you reckon if they make a mistake at a hospital like that, that they actually contact you later in the week and tell you <laughs> or they just hired it and hope that no one ever finds exactly, out? Exactly, exactly. Also, they were uh, they followed the same system that Carl Kennedy did in the, in which they fast-tracked these results mm. within hours of the tests going Amazing. through. And, well, actually, and d- I think Kate d- mentioned that it would take like at least a month or something, right? Uh, the, on on the show, Carl said it takes at least a couple of weeks. Dr. Dr. Carl, oh. not Dr. Kate. <laughs> so both CJ and I have had um, blood tests when we were pregnant that the pathology had to go to America to mm-hmm. um, be sorted out. And that took a week, the results. So yeah, it actually 10 had to, to 14 yeah. days. Wow. Yeah. Yep. But well, and there was oh, an was, American was, public was holiday. To find one. out like the sex of the baby. Maybe they put it through the whatever app Callum's developing over there. Maybe yeah. he's fast tracking lab results. Oh, man. I so want to see Callum again. And that is such a missed opportunity, uh, which is resolved at the end of Monday. Because, so Toad's gone off chop. Walter's taken off with Nell. No one's calling the cops or driving in their cars to go to the hospital to find her. I would 100% call the cops. I I think Steph, Steph did. She called. It she all, called Mark. Yeah, it all, boyfriend. Yeah, but yeah. She called the most incompetent policeman. Oh mm. yeah. Get Liz Cop on the case. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Where, where is she from? She was from a different show. Uh, oh, she's from pa- like Paradise Beach. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Paradise Beach or Echo Beach or Echo Echo Point. Echo Point. Echo Point. Yes. yes, that was it. Yeah. I loved that show so much. <laughs> yeah. Quality. Now, eventually, Zoe she wises up to yeah. the fact that her dad's run off with her sister, and she brings Nellie back yeah. to Sonia. She walks her home, and. In the middle of all of this, they get the text that Callum is now a match. Surprise, surprise. We bungled the results. He can donate and he's willing to help, which was a really triumphant moment. I'm like, yeah. yay, Callum's going to come through. It's wonderful. And I thought, why? W-? And so now they're going to pack up this dying girl yep. and her father and ship them to the US. Yeah. And, and I, apparently they've just got some points that will cover that. I can tell you well, what, I've tried to book points last minute and it doesn't work. Yeah, you can get like <laughs> a meal yeah. I, I on the a, plane. I did a little bit of research into how much it would cost. Yep. So um, in America, depending on the type of transplant, it costs anywhere between fifty to $200,000. <gasps> and it w- would not be covered by your Australian insurance. Get Whereas out. if she had the bone marrow transport plant here, it would be free. Yeah. You are so, kidding so, me. And then the cost of return flights is $2,000. So they could have spent that on just like one return flight to get Callum back and forth. Or now they've spent $4,000 on fares plus anywhere between fifty to 200000 oh, And that's for bone marrow. But it doesn't no. matter because Walton's going to do wedding parties or anything. <laughs> Actually, which is one of my tweets of the week. <laughs> um, you As what? What does he do? He's a singer in a band. I reckon I disagree with that. <laughs> 
I can see him as like a one-man band type of guy. I, I wondered if it was an in-joke and he actually, maybe the actor was in Wedding Partings anything or something. Oh, like yeah. Actually, that was, um, was, yeah. that was um, Tim, Tim Stern's tweet this week saying, we'll find the money, I'll do weddings, parties, anything. Literally, the whole band, line them up. <laughs> <laughs> but Walt, not too good at Father's Day's covers. No, he wouldn't no. be too good at that at all. Nah, you, it's gone you, over my head. Okay, what? that was one of the big songs was Father's Day oh. and it was about um, like a single dad. Sometimes I feel like you were born in the wrong era. You were like, you were. Dude, you, I'm, I was born, what, three years before you? Yeah, but like I feel like you, you've <laughs> lived but eras apart. I, say, I used to listen to the radio. <laughs> you've, lived the life, you've lived the life of a baby boomer. What? Some of your references. This was like a hit of theirs in like 1997 or something. You were probably off watching Care Bears or no, something No, I was then. listening to Ace of Bass in 1997. Okay. Bay was learning. Right, okay. <laughs> because she was super smart. I no, was in year 12, man. No, I was yeah, I, You, I you should say, have been learning I too. I did because yeah. I went to school in the city. I did listen to a lot of music in my high school years. Ah, okay. On I wasn't a, no, I wasn't yeah. a muso. I just listened to Hit Machines volumes oh. 1 through 10 <laughs> and, <laughs> and repeat. Begin yeah. again. It's going to be like sweat. A la 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 yeah. or something. And Cotton Eye Joe, all yeah. that gear. Oh, geez. I was just listening to Courtney Love <laughs> and... um. Talking about how, you know, I might want to, like, you know, put lipstick all over my face. <laughs> this, <laughs> this has been a really good potted history of the three of us <laughs> in a nutshell. So, all right, let's – we'll leave Monday there because <laughs> Cause, we, we've gone somewhere else. <laughs> gone to a different place. Yeah. But we'll come back to Tuesday because we need to talk about the Angus situation mm. with Sarah coming back. Sarah and her head wrap. Yeah. Sarah and her – Clearly visible hair mm. and what, eyebrows. What's mm-hmm. his name from the second Harry Potter? Or the first Harry Potter? Professor Quirrell. Professor Quirrell. She had the Professor Quirrell turban. Uh, Do you come no, on. There, there wasn't much Harry Potter oh, in my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what she went on to after Care Bears. Are you kidding me? Kidding Care Bears, smash hits, and then straight to Harry Potter. At Neighbours Pod, where's my Harry Potter squad? <laughs> my, my microphone's sitting on your Harry Potter books here. Yeah, That's very true. Represent. I've got okay. Narnia. On Monday... Sarah Beaumont mm-hmm. returned mm-hmm. back from Germany to check in on Angus, who she has just discovered knows his mum has cancer and nobody mm. told him. Yeah. Dick move. Yeah. And yeah. she wants to be part of her son's life again and says, come on back to Germany with me. Yep. She hears about all of his shitbaggery that's gone on mm. while she's been away. And she says, I want to be a better mum and connect with you. Come back. And he says... No, thanks, Mum. I'm good here with the Kennedys. Yeah. He, why not let him finish the school year? He has, like, had the worst, like, consistency in schooling. Yeah. What's he going to do in Germany? Go and, like, change her bedpans or something. He's like, just found... be a school for him to go to. There. No, apparently she's found him a great school. Yeah. That, oh, that, that, oh I'm sorry, I missed that. Is that it? <laughs> no, that's all she said about it. Oh. Yeah. I found you a great school. Yeah. End of, end of description. I would have expected from neighbours that they would have had some sort of skateboard design advancement program at this mm. school, but oh, they yeah, didn't. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because um, it was revealed that he's apparently a very proficient in his skateboard design. He's, with... he's like drab 2.0. Yes. Oh, man. And like for neighbours, normally they introduce like a passion two weeks mm. before the person suddenly gets a scholarship or yes. something. Yeah, yeah. So why couldn't they just have done that? Well, he gets a skateboard scholarship. Especially, you know, Ramsey Street is prime for skateboarding in any way. Yeah, there's the skate park. They always talk about it when oh, a kid goes park. missing. Have you checked the skate park? Oh, that's true. <laughs> Where, where's little Jimmy? Is it the skate park? Do you reckon they have skate parks in the UK? Because it's a pretty ubiquitous thing here. That like it's a place where teens go and hang. Yeah, they built them to like solve like um spray board uh, spray juvenile spray. delinquency. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. like so br- drabs underprivileged youths 
to keep them off the streets, put in a few skate parks. In fact, my mum used to work in the Department of Human Services and they used to do things like put in a, a, a basketball hoop yep. and yeah. that would uh, give them purpose. keep a lot of the Housing Commission kids off the street and keep them playing games and mm. keeping active. So it, it yeah. is, yeah, it does work. And Yeah, and so the skate park is Ramsey Street's version of that yeah. or, or, mm. or the hotel or something. Yeah. So he says, no, I want to stay here and design my skateboards with um, the principal to, to oversee my studies. And I don't know how it happens, but she's like, nah, come back. And he's like, okay, let's make up. And I think she's going to die oh. and he's going to come back. Interesting. And she's mm. maybe just written it all in her will. We've just wasted far too much time. Not we. <laughs> but the, We never waste our time talking about neighbours. The, the viewers have wasted time getting to know him and the writers know that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think he'll be back in a few months. You know what she's going to die from? She's Cancer? Gonna, uh, no, she's going to die from some whatever terrible like swine flu she picked up flying from Germany to Australia when yep. she's severely immunocompromised. Yeah. Yep. And... Because so she's gone over to Germany to see, as was established established in the Terry Siarkis episode of this podcast, Dr. Carlsberg, the German equivalent of Dr. Carl, <laughs> and he's put her back on a plane. And the other thing is she was in Melbourne for less than 24 hours. She would be exhausted. She dropped in. Yeah. Professor Quirrell style with her. It was kind of like a surgeon's hat. <laughs> it was black. interesting. She had a lot of hair escaping from it, though. Yeah. Ridiculous yeah. amount of hair and eyebrows. And imagine the amount of... Of chemotherapy and radiation and just poisons that have been yep. put in her to fight this cancer off in a month or something. Yeah. Maybe eight weeks. Yeah. Um, she should look terrible. She should look terrible. And for God's sakes, um, look, I'm going back to the eyebrows. Why not put some makeup over her eyebrows? Yeah. To be fair, though, I think Sarah Beaumont, Sarah Beaumont maybe have tat- has tattooed her eyebrows on. Well, that's, that's that is possible, but they did yeah. look like hair. <laughs> really good at tattooing us. Maybe Ned did it for her last time she was here. Uh, oh, Ned, remember him. Yeah. Vaya hasn't forgotten. Yeah, I never forget. Never forget. And so the other thing is she doesn't even – how can you even book – she's booked her son on a ticket back. How did they – he didn't even – I'm so – the timelines are messing yeah. with me here. How – he doesn't even pack up his stuff, say goodbye to his friends. And Carl oh. was driving them to the airport, amazingly. They didn't get the taxi. Oh, they didn't get the one taxi no. that just go, flies no. past Aaronsboro to the airport once no. every few weeks. I see, I was had my fingers crossed for a terrible car accident at that stage. <laughs> anyone, anytime anyone gets in that like sixteen-year-old car, I'm like, yeah, this is it. Yeah, that is an old <sighs> car. Mm. But cars are very cheap. Yes. Yeah. So unceremonious exit for young Angus, uh, and he's going to miss the school formal. So oh, oh, what a disappointment! He could have gone Zan with Pipsqueak. <laughs> nah, I would have gone with Zancan. And then they would have, like, consummated their love for each other oh, afterwards. Maybe. Nah, but she's she's fully into what's-his-face. And they've really let another opportunity go by not having an ex-idol, whatever whatever he was, ex-factor contestant missing the chance to get I up. I totally forgot get up, was that. Get up and be the school formal band. They could oh have had the, the euphonium trio. Oh, God. Back again, the, busk, the busking... So but he was buddies. an X Factor, was he? One of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the accent's not real or it's real? We don't know. Um, well, he's from Queensland, so he probably sounds a, a lot more ochre than we do. Do you know yeah, I think? Probably. I think Piper's, uh, she's from South Australia, and I think her South Australian accent sounds a lot more British than Angus's British accent. Yeah, she mm. she does sound very fancy. She does not sound like she grew up in the same state as the Willises. Well, she didn't. She grew up in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why that's why she's got a weird accent because she's yeah. an international lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whereas Angus, well, he's international too. Sure. They're yeah. all they're all blending into the Madonna voice. Yeah. 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 Just any random voice. 
So Angus is gone. Bye, Angus. See ya. See ya. So the kids are going to sit down and hash out plans for the school formal at yeah. Harold's. And, and like an old creeper, Tiles is hanging out there with pipes. Yeah, and I'd really like it if he cut his hair. I know that's off topic, but it's I don't like it. He's Look, he's got to keep it in a bun. It's I a, know, but every time he goes swimming, he lets it out. I oh, know, but yeah, no, no. He can still keep it in a bun swimming. And frankly, when I go swimming with my long hair, I keep it in a ponytail anyway. I don't like float around like a mermaid. Yeah, he's, he's very merman-esque, isn't he? <laughs> it's getting quite a lot of height, like bouffant when it's yeah. up in a bun now. His hair's become a thing. It's like a sock bun. Mm. It's got a lot of ridiculous. Yeah. And the, hang, the, hang on, sorry, this, this was my, this is who I thought he looked oh like. Oh yeah, at Neighbours, <laughs> at Neighbours Pod, one of my tweets of the week was Kate tweeting a picture of Grug, children's book character Grug. And that's more or less uh, Tyler's t- hair. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah. Tyler when the man bun comes down. Oh dear. So he's just being a weird old pedo and yep. hanging out with the girls as they discuss the formal. And Ben, fair to be fair, but also Ben threw shade as well. Brilliantly. Oh, he, I did. I missed that. What did he do? He's like, why are you hanging around with a bunch of school kids? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm the man of this crew. Get out. <laughs> it's almost like Tyler's sitting around waiting for schoolies week to start. We have mm. this thing. Um, I don't know. If, international friends do this as well but when you when you're a school leaver you celebrate your last week your the week the first week of freedom yeah going out on on the town usually a lot of people go up to queensland yeah they go somewhere with a beach oh hang on this is why they're filming up in the gold coast at the moment surely oh yeah but but they haven't even finished school though like zankan no but they're filming three months from now Three months from now? No, nah, too oh, no, soon. No, but it'd but be, it's neighbours. So three months like, from now, you can do a whole year in school. Year of school. <laughs> hey, look, um, Libby graduated from uni in three months, didn't she? Exactly yeah, right. Yeah. And Imogen's a lawyer. So, mm, yeah. so to explain that, there are going to be some Gold Coast episodes coming our way yep. at some point. Very keen for that. That's an mm. upgrade from the Geelong episodes we got. <laughs> so how are we there gonna, might be sunshine in it. <laughs> how are we going to go to the Gold Coast and not see Charlene? Great question. Or well, maybe she's flown to Melbourne in that time. Yeah. Oh, she just or, zips over on the plane. Or she's gone to LA to see Daniel. Yeah, yes. yeah, she's gone to On LA. a mechanics conference. Yeah. Because <laughs> she can never go down to Melbourne for a wedding or anything, but nah. she can go to LA at a moment's Why notice. don't they just get a, a Scott lookalike? That's all they need. They could they replace Drab, replace Scott and Charlene. You're never going to get Kylie and Jason back. No, they're never going to. Imagine if they, oh, it would be the best though. Yeah, it would be event television. We'd yeah. get at least 300,000 people watching that episode. Have We'd to probably get 300,000 to... people listening to the podcast. <laughs> They'd have to move it to Channel 10 for the night, surely. Yeah, yeah, they would, yeah. Now, they're talking about the formal and Piper's trying to downplay it like, <laughs> formal, let's yeah. not talk about this in front of my 100-year-old potential lover. Yeah, let's talk about fancy things like philosophy. Oh, my God, she's Not that he would understand. <laughs> and he pieces out of that convo and she says, oh, was that too much for you by the pool? And he's mm. like, yeah. And that's when he had his grug hair. Yeah. <laughs> Looks ludicrous. But I'm not sure. He grew up in a country town. Yeah. So I don't know how much formaling was going on. Like, oh, but every, every school has them, don't they? I mean, at least he would have heard of a B&S ball. That's true. You know what? Penny, who's been on this podcast before, grew up in the country, and she often talks about the fact that you've got much older guys in high school going out with, like, year eight girls. Ew, ew. This is probably Tyler's MO back in high school. Oh, okay. He was probably in year 11 and going out with mm. a 12-year-old or 13-year-old. Probably, because there's limited people. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. Look, when you're in a small-town school of eight students, that's why that's why the 18-year-old dates an 11-year-old. Because there's only two other girls, and one of them's your <laughs> sister. <laughs> But anyway, he reckons that it's time to be mature. And I feel like this is this, this is neighbours trying to say, 
look, guys, don't be freaked out. We're going to have this weird icky age difference. But as long as they tell mum and dad, it's kosher. Yeah, no. Oh, I, I can take and, and dad might be okay with it, but mum's not gonna be. To rage is gonna hit the roof and it's gonna be awesome. To rage be raging next week mm, yeah. when Piper raises this with her. And so we'll <laughs> leave them because Madison's been to the shops. Yeah, and apparently Erin's Barra has amazing shopping. Yeah, that's also on my list of things <laughs> to bring up because it has amazing shopping, but she can only buy three beanies. At this amazing shop. Hang on, are they the Kerry Bickmore beanies? That's what I thought. Beanies for brain cancer. Which, which is great, but it's not really like you don't put beanies in the category of amazing no. shopping. And you don't go get them from the shops, you just buy them online. But yeah. And but there is only one shop in Erin's Barrett, isn't it? The Bric a Brac shop? Yeah. Yeah. And well, I think they'd have three matching things there. Because no one ever makes it to the Glen because they ended up stranded in the middle of nowhere yeah. with no oxygen or water. And so, but also she, Mads has this unspecified, unbranded yellow gift bag, off-brand shop, and hands Amy and Jimmy each a woolen beanie while she's wearing a sundress in the yes. middle of winter. I My was so God. confused. I, I was looking at that dress going, what is going on? That is freezing. Has she escaped a, like, the, the asylum? Yeah, mad woman. Well, she's yes, mad yes. woman. <laughs> That's why Piper co- coined the term. She's like, oh, you're out again. I'm still really upset. Can can somebody tweet us and say maybe, can someone find us like a backstory to this mad woman? I really, there must be one somewhere. <laughs> it must be literally she's out of the asylum. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I felt the dress was kind of flight attendant like. That's how I felt about it. <laughs> I just don't understand why she's buying beanies and not a, no. a cardigan and a fur coat or something. Something to cover her legs. Yeah, maybe a pair of boots. A couple of packs of leggings. Some ski pants. Yeah. Uggs. So she's also so Amy is her. So Paul's her uncle. Amy is her cousin. Yes, her cousin. And yeah. I reckon she would have been buying Kate's old clothes at the brick and brick shop. So it's like it's keeping it in the family. <laughs> she's stolen out the beanies. And by the way, Zan Can's just called her a style icon because they were she talking had. about how she wore flannel in the. How could garage. you give that girl? How could you give that style icon flannel? Cut to Madison Dolan out the beanies, and then Tyler leans over and goes, "Oh, she looks hot in it," just because he really wants to upset poor little Pipsqueak. He's oh. he's a predator, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. He's playing her. Yeah, and all week he's kind of been um, pushing her to tell her parents as well, like in- inappropriately, like he said to her a message, like, have you told your parents, I don't like waiting? Yeah. What, what else if is he, he going to not like waiting for, guys? You would think he would be shitting himself about that. Yeah, because Brad's like, going to come over with it, it all of his surfy muscles and punch him. It doesn't make sense that he would want her parents to know. Surely keep it a secret as long as possible. Yes. Yeah. For the and, sake of everyone. And P.S., let's give my grieving parents who have lost their son five minutes to just not have to deal with one more drama, mm-hmm. mate. So mm-hmm. back off. Now, uh, we can skip over the whole – because apparently Madison's flown back down from the Gold Coast in a day, packed up her life, packed up her – quit uni, said goodbye to her friends, broken up with her boyfriend, come down in a day, set up shop at the Dive Motel, started a new cadetship with the West Waratah star – and has five minutes in her day to go and set up, matchmake two friends to get back together. Yeah. So she's gone to put um, Staff and Amy on speaking terms again because they're at mommy wars. What's going on? Like Madison, okay, we still haven't agreed on her age, but say she's 21. Or even, okay, so Daniel, maybe he's like 23, 24, maybe she's, yeah, between 19 and 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's hanging out with the old bag mums? No, that, that's not <laughs> happening. They are ancient compared to her. Oh, she's got to hang out with Paige, but where's Paige? 
oh, we know where Paige is. Yeah, she's just... She's studying up the Bible. Yeah, I'm like a weirdo. <laughs> that's right. So, but yeah, that's who she should be hanging out with, Paige. Yeah. And she should start, say, some, start taking some classes back at the university yep. to yes. just round out her skills. Yeah, yep. she could have gone part-time. Yeah, exactly. Gone tonight. It's fine. <sighs> we could, and we probably will later, go, go on about this more, but um, we finish off Tuesday at the waterhole with a bit of... Uh, royalty-free karaoke night, mm-hmm. which I, I'm i a karaoke connoisseur, as yeah, yeah. CJ knows. I go frequently mm-hmm. in Melbourne. to. I've got a couple of venues of choice and my friends and I go quite often. We were all in choir club together and <laughs> um, we've continued that interest. To, 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 to a cooler way. Yeah, in, into <laughs> our 30s. Yeah. And uh, you know what? If someone said, come on down to... Uh, branch-free karaoke, no recognisable tunes, I'd probably give it a go. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it wasn't – they should have used one of, like, the old neighbour standards, like that I've never been to Cuba song or whatever. But <laughs> they should have used, done um, They should have used, like, one of the songs made by someone who was on Neighbours. Like, right <laughs> prescription. Yeah. Or, I'll get a bit of – um, torn. Yeah, or <gasps> yeah, torn. That would have been great. Okay, this is what's going to happen. Sheila's going to put karaoke night on again at the waterhole. Ned's going to come back and that's when he's going to do his cover of Torn. Oh yes, is, is he going to sing it? <laughs> and to, then um, Loz is going to be Mrs. Like... Robinson. <laughs> yeah. See, anyone who's paying attention that has any influence mm. over content on this program, all right, get your pen and paper out. Wouldn't it be quite expensive to like license? Of course, it would be. But that's why they often. <laughs> that... But we're not ruining Vase. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Well, not unless Im- if Imbruglia gives permission. Oh, hang on. But that's remember yeah, Sam Taylor Swift did that one. Ringo yeah. Ringo did cover yes. Angry Anderson. Mm-hmm. My God, I think Angry Anderson and Natalie Imbruglia are possibly on the same level, but still. So they got he got permission to cover it. So and I can't sing, but all I want to do right now is just belt out. <laughs> I'm not going to, but I have a mic. It is a belter. It's a belter that track. And this is how I feel. Yeah. Cold and I am she. Like I still have that haircut. <laughs> the other thing they could have done is um, Holly Valance. She's a Married to a billionaire. She doesn't need any money. She could have given them kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. That is the worst piece of shit. That's not... I reviewed that. <laughs> Imagine stuff. Was that, was that your summing, summation of it? CJ um, was a music reviewer. I was, and, and I remember reviewing it. I, look, I think if I had to cut it down to one word, it would be crap. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you review for? Um, in press. Oh, and really? then um, Wow, so a legit one. Yeah, and, and I got more legit later on. I reviewed for MTV's website. Hmm. Hey, so Impress is street press, street press. Uh, yeah, Street Press. It's actually owned by a company called Street Press. Mm. That's that'd be a great publication publication for like Madison or Piper or mm-hmm. someone of that generation to work get down for. there and do some gig reviews. Get Xanthi down there with their oompa <laughs> band. Andrew Master's still the editor. I'm sure he's still there with his bookcase of CDs. Tell me, there's a band out there called the Oompa Loompas. Oh, that would mm. be good. Anyway, <laughs> let's get us back. So yep. that's Tuesday. Oh, and at the end of their big night out where their happy family is best, best buds again, let's sing a nondescript karaoke song, this rando comes up to Amy and oh, says, yeah. G'day, Annika. How's yeah. it hanging? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you've confused me with someone else, but it's clear that he has not. Actually, Phil, my husband, had an opinion on where he knew her from. Yeah. He, goes, yeah. he knows her from Lowe's where she buys all their flannel <laughs> shirts. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I gave you the discount card. <laughs> She's got some stunning jeans, though. And look, they are getting better with Amy's style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She, yeah. She... But that's it. This week she was back into in the flannels after a few weeks out of them. Yeah, yeah because she's been upset because her dad was in jail and stuff. Mm. 
So she went chambray. Yeah. (laughs) Mix it up. So Wednesday, we open in Harold's Cafe with a close-up of a big old plate of big breakfast. Mm. Fry up, snags, hash browns, bacon, everything. And I thought, oh, that's going to come back later. That's going to poison someone, surely. Someone else is getting salmonella that, that That was a huge story in one of the neighbours' arts groups this week. Why? Because people were like, is that like half a pig on that plate? Because <laughs> there was like photos of it. And I was thinking it looks like maybe like four rashes. But no, no, like they were going, it's like about 12 rashes on there. Oh. And like a, a couple and, of pathetic looking fried eggs. And I don't know how it goes overseas i don't really order the big breakfast when i go overseas mm-hmm. i'll have like in greece you have like spanakopita for breakfast or whatever yep. so but in in australia at most cafes you can you do have the big breakfast option yeah but it's an option but it's not an option i choose to no because there's, there's it's, usually it's, something much it's nicer. usually the hangover really hangover friendly option yeah I, no look i'm i'm all for brunch don't get me wrong yeah. i love a brunch but um, I don't often get the big breakfast, and I don't think many people do. No, I want something. I want a bit of smashed avocado or baked eggs. Something, yeah. something that's had a bit more effort put into it. Feta, yeah. smoked salmon. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of feta is always nice. A bit of salt. Mm. Yeah, there's no feta mm. there. And But mm. I also find the the lower rent the cafe, the bigger the big breakfast gets. Yes, and you'll, yeah. you'll get like a fried tomato and stuff. Look, yeah. Yeah. Get your fried tomato off of my brunch plate. I don't exactly. like it's watery. it at all. Yeah. yeah, it's yucky and gooey. And like a little um, bloody hand grenade of heat. So, yeah. p- so please. The place I got at the moment has potato waffles. I know oh that we're completely off point here, but no, that's but pretty exciting. I do want people to reach out yeah. um, at Neighbours Pod or on our email. I'd like to know about the breakfast cuisines around the world yeah. and is, does the big breakfast translate. And what's your preferred Side. Dish? Side. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think in a, in a, in a really pub pub, mm. it's called a mixed grill. Okay. Where you've got oh. some meat and some bacon and some and <laughs> eggs oh. and, and often some chips. And usually at the place that serves the mixed grill, they mm. leave every skerrick of fat on said meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if not, the packet, really. <laughs> and it's pretty disgusting. And, like, they used to have it at a pub near us called The Link. I've, um, be, the I've eaten grill. there before. Yeah. I saw Brian Maddox there. Uh, accidentally. He was just performing while I was there. Oh, really? <laughs> See, you're a hundred. How do you know? <laughs> to, 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 the fact that you're recognising Brian Mannix in the no, wild. No, well, he was performing and look, he had like an well, old school broken haircut. There was, there was literally five people watching it, including my sister, my brother-in-law and me. And then when, when one of the other people went off to the toilets, he was so disgruntled at performing at such a small crowd that he goes to the person who walked past him, oh, you're going to the toilets. Like mid-song goes, you're going to the toilets, you're going to do a turd. <laughs> Oh dear! You've just described a night at the waterhole. It is. Yeah. Like, it was one hundred percent the waterhole, even though the link is a bit more older looking inside. Yeah. Now, despite what you may think, the episode was not all about that fry up. For some reason, it was just a lingering close up. But we have spent six minutes talking about but it. It's good because every minute, every minute we spend talking about bacon and eggs is one minute less we have to talk about Dullcop and Staff's relationship. Uh, let's never talk about them again. Yeah. Oh, they, they raised my hopes that they were breaking up and mm. then they cruelly dashed them. So, okay, so we'll tick that off. Dullcop admits he's over Staff. Staff admits she's gone a bit meh on the whole relationship yeah, with him. He's too straight-laced. So he's about to break up with her, but then they go, eh, no, let's just not break up. End, yeah. end, end. A few years back on election day, Australia voted and Australia went, meh, right? <laughs> that was how we voted and we had a hung parliament and we didn't – but it, everything still functioned quite well. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what Steph and Dalcop said. They went, meh, we'll just stay yeah, together. could be worse. There yeah, is actually no other viable sexual partners. Though I reckon, okay, oh. here's a top pairing for you. Ooh. Staff and Gaz Can. 
No, oh. no, no, no. Because no, CJ's in on it, but he's not. No. Okay, because Australia decides. Because yeah. me and a few other Twitter buddies got some vibes when Amy and um, staff were sharing a mic at karaoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, the sapphic connection there. Yes, but no, no, no. Come on. Ex-con, Gazcan, ex-con staff. Yeah. Bogans. Yeah, well, she grew up in the house he lives in. I think it's just too like, too like, too like and like. He he does look a lot like her father. <laughs> oh, Wait, who Joe Scully. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does have a touch of the Joe Scullys. Yeah, but she, that's, yeah, she'd be totally into the old rough bogan. Yeah, exactly. Ew. Yeah. Freud. And oh, she dated like a man who's older than well, not dated. She married. Oh yeah, Hoyland. Yeah, yeah. So she, she was the old rough. She's all for Gazcan. Ag- agro. Okay. Well, it'd be better than Delcop. And also that had um that had set the cat amongst the pigeons, Zancan style. She she'd mm. go off chop of it. Stepmom Steph. Oh, she'd hate it. But and and imagine because Steph would be really um like mean to her. Lay down the law. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 She'd yeah. be tough. As much as I don't. Have no, I have zero interest in Paige's love life at the moment, but it's being rammed down our throats. Paige has well, well, uh, been... I, sadly, we didn't recap the, the golden moment of the previous week where it was revealed uh. that John Doe is, in fact, uh. Father Jack Callahan. I don't know. Some, some sort of Irish surname. Yeah, some sort Jack of name. Callahan, Jack Callahan. John Doe's a priest is the bottom line. And my tweet of the week came from one of our regular tweeters, Soap Addict 91 John Doe's identity finally revealed he's dot, 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 a fancy dress shop proprietor. Because <laughs> he stepped out in his black ensemble, mm-hmm. priest ensemble with the white collar. And remember the look on his face? Like he was so happy with himself. And there was like a beam of light shining into the cop shop. There really was. And it was, it was the funniest thing. I literally laughed out loud. Me too. <laughs> and it was because the implication was that he'd been backpacking and stashed his priest ensemble in his backpack with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? Just in so case. So strange. Got to, do, got to do a bit of priesting <laughs> when I'm at the Geelong Backpackers. Got to go out oh, there, got to yeah, convert some sinners. Find, that's where you find your sinners, at the Backpackers, for yeah. sure. And definitely in Geelong. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so he's in this quandary, do I stay with my faith or do I go with this hot girl? I feel like he should just become a social worker Yeah. and hook up with Paige. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would solve a lot of issues. Well, it's, he it's, could still help people. Yeah, yeah. But... But but be married to Paige. I'm assuming they're going to have to get oh, married. Right? No, yeah, she's the Mary Mary Magdalene of the street, yeah. isn't she? Like, there's, there's a lot of converting there to like clean her up. Can we also mention briefly? My big bugbear has been that she's been shirking her university responsibilities to sit by a comatose man, and now finally there's reference to the fact that she's penned an essay yes. for school, which fifteen hundred words it was about Vida Goldstein. Firstly, 1,500 words. That's like three paragraphs. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's only in first year. That's very good. That if, In crayon, that's like a phone book's worth of writing there. And it would have been on notepad from from Harold's, like just like taking yes. order pad. Yeah. <laughs> she's got like 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> so when was the last time Vita Goldstein was name-checked on Ramsey Street? <laughs> Look at one and done, I think. Uh, so she's gone off to write her essay, gets, you know, gets to the introduction and then goes, nah. I'm no. just going to brood over my man. And we had another, I say tweet of the week. I, can, I give that mm-hmm. on to several times a day. You, you do. <laughs> uh, Natsuki82, our sister, has dropped the most perfect reference for how Paige has been behaving this entire yes. time oh, towards John this. Doe. Stop calling me, calling me. 
stop stalking me, stalking me. Just a fantasy, fantasy that you have with me. Stop Chikaya's Stop Calling Me. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. The most perfect summary. When you see a man receiving your phone call and he looks at it and puts it back in his pocket, <laughs> it's time to well, stop. Particularly like with a grimace of disgust yeah. on his face. He was like, oh, not the girl that's not God. There were, <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of bullet points in that book. He's just not that into you. Yeah. You know, like if he's not calling you back, if he's not mm. texting you back. If, if he's do- a priest. Yeah. Yeah. I think one don't, of- don't sex to the priest. <laughs> One of those bullet points should have been if he gets out of the cab and physically recoils when your phone call comes through, Mm -hmm. alarm bells. Now, you see, my theory always was that he was gay. I mean, I wasn't on my Pat Malone there, was I? No. I I, I don't think so. He could have been gay. I was hoping for that. I still think he is gay, but he's also, to assuage his Catholic guilt, he's become a priest. Yeah. Checks out. I mean, he wouldn't be the first. No, No, no. That would be a sizzling storyline. Mm. I could get behind. Can you imagine if he came out in the priest outfit and said, I'm a priest and I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. well, so I we don't, really can't be together. I don't think he'd be the first gay converted priest in Neighbours. Remember Bruce Samazan? Sure do. Was yeah. it? Was that East Street though? No, no, he was. In, oh. he, he nearly got married to Annalise, oh. aka Kimberly Davies. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, so that, so this is a rehash of that. Yeah. Uh, because a... she was foxy too. Oh, yeah. She was really foxy, much foxier than Paige. Um, Paige all... is beautiful, don't get me wrong, but she was a foxy girl. Yeah. She, this also is a moment where Lauren didn't have much to do this week, but she was throwing a lot of shade at her daughter. She's like, can you get over this, please? Because I'm very bored of listening to you moon over this guy. Yeah. She's like, I've got a crap boyfriend yeah. who's really not interesting, but except you know when he brings up his homeless kids. I just want to shake Loz and say, show her a better example of how to respect yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, Kate? How should she do that? <laughs> not be with drab. Not be with drab. Not moon after drab when you are both married to yeah. other people. Yeah. At least Ugh. at least get your ducks in a row and end each relationship before you. Before you passion mm. in the pool yard. Yeah, in front of the drones. Under yeah. the drones. <laughs> and... Now, Jack, uh, Jack's questioning his faith. He's wandering off into the sunset, clinking his rosary beads. And this is a good chance to – everyone's throwing a lot of questions around online, like should he be getting about in his priest collar? Is he too hot to be a priest? Too young? Mm-hmm. Um, should what? he be in Africa where all the other young priests are? Also, I was a bit disappointed that they didn't take this chance to make him like a uniting church minister or something. Something yeah. that's a bit more liberal. Yeah, yeah. Minded. And then he could have got married. They'd have to get married. Yeah, but he could have. They could have been together. Mm, they could yeah. still bone. Yeah. And so um, after they were married, after they married, yeah, yeah. yeah. sanctity of marriage. <laughs> I'm a heathen. This is this is all new territory for me. <laughs> so we reached out to our mate, uh, Judah Fruit, Fruity. Fruity, she's happy for us to call her Mary, but it's underscores under each word uh, on Twitter. And she sent us a voice memo on our Gmail and she uh, has experience with the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, Father Jack is from Innisfail, which is in her general area. Very exciting. So she can just recap a lot of the common misconceptions about priests. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm excited to hear this. Let's do it. Hi, it's Fruity here. I work for a Catholic organisation that neighbours the region of Innisfail. There have been a couple of comments that I've picked up from Twitter. One comment has been about how priests dress, and some people are like, well, he should always be in his black shirt and white collar. Um, I think there's been a couple of scenes where priests have been in plain clothes, which is very normal for North Queensland. Most of the priests I know will just wear a polo shirt and shorts. 
some of them will wear the, you know, the black shirt, black pants combo when they're going somewhere special. Some of them have black pants, white shirt, and obviously there's, like, official robes that they use for liturgy. But I would say casual clothes are very, very common for a priest in North Queensland. I have noticed down in, in Melbourne, um, they do tend to be a lot more formal than they are up here. My biggest is issue initially was the whole breaking the seal of confession, where they implied that Julie Quill went to confession with Father Jack, and then then he's lost his memory, but when he's got it back, he's just told the police, and that's a very bad thing according to the church. What is revealed in confession should not be revealed to anybody else. You're meant to choose jail or death over breaking that seal. So maybe Julie didn't actually go to confession. She just spoke to a priest and so the seal doesn't come in. I'm not sure. It's also weird to confess a crime before you do it because that doesn't count. So I don't know if that's a technicality he's getting around by revealing to the police what she had said. But if it was in confession and he did share the police, it's automatically excommunicatable and he wouldn't be a priest anymore. In Wednesday's episode, I think he was praying on his rosary beads. And up until then, I wasn't 100% sure if he was Catholic, but I think the rosary is pretty Catholic. Um, he could have been an Anglican priest, but I don't think many of them are rosary-ing. So, um, but he was going through those beads very fast, so... I would say the actor has no real experience of rosary beads, and unless it was fast-forwarded to make it faster than it really was. I did a quick practice um, to see how fast I could get through a Hail Mary to change beads, and it's about nine seconds, and Father Jack was doing it in two. I am curious about the age of Father Jack. He looks very young. Uh, I looked up the actor, and I think it said he was 26, which is a very young priest. Uh, it's about seven years of study to become a priest, so he would have had to start studying pretty much straight out of school. And maybe he's been a priest for about a year or so. I feel like that's very early on in his journey of priesthood to be questioning his faith. And uh, you think that it might have started before he became ordained, and then they shouldn't have ordained him. So I do find that curious. There have been suggestions that maybe Paige should become a nun, but that won't fix any of her problems because they still won't be able to be together. Priests and nuns hooking up aren't really a thing that we encourage. There was a question about whether or not Father Jack was a virgin, and I don't know his sexual history, but you can be sexually active before you become a priest. Because obviously, you know, stuff happens, and then maybe you decide to become a priest, and the whole point of Christianity is, you know, we get forgiven for things we've done in the past, so... Plenty of people had sex before becoming priests. Some of them have sex after becoming priests, but they shouldn't. There is a vow, so that's not encouraged. Priests don't take it very kindly when I do ask them about their sexual history before becoming a priest, or after. Um, so I don't have any hard facts on that. Um, I can just read between the lines. But I am very excited about the priest. would be love if neighbours wanted to consult with me. I'm obviously not an expert in all things Catholic, but yeah, thanks. Goodbye. Thank you, Mary. I'm enlightened. That's more Catholic education than I've ever received mm. in my lifetime. Probably for me, even though I went to Catholic school. <laughs> I, I would love to know how and why she's asking priests about their, their sex lives. No judgment. <laughs> yeah, no, but maybe she can let us know like when it comes mm -hmm. up. Yeah, they're just having chats. They're mm -hmm. just having after work drinks. 
or after work coffee. We don't know. Mary's oh, no, not drinks, a nun, is she? Yeah. Mary's not no, a no, nun. No, she's no. not a nun. No. no, so maybe she just wants to compare battle stories and yeah. they don't want to do it. Just a point about Melbourne priests being a bit more formal. I mm. got married by a Catholic priest. I'm not Catholic, my husband is. Mm-hmm. And look, he was from the country down past Geelong. But he, um, we went, had like dinner with him at the pub one night after one of his services. <laughs> oh, no, they're pretty cash. And yeah, yeah, he mm. was all like, you know, short sleeve shirt, jumper. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he only just puts on the special collar for service. the actual service. That's yeah. it. No robes or anything. No, you went to a Catholic um, high school. I did, yeah. Did they wear the full um, Father Jack outfit? No, um, no, we only had priests come every now and then. We had nuns, though. So when I was at school, um, our principal was a nun and she just wore, you know, pretty old lady clothes because she was an old lady, (laughs) you know, like she wasn't getting about in a miniskirt, but she wasn't that of that age. But when my grandparents died, the priest come over to your house just to like see how you are, I guess. And and when you're um, when you're dying as well. Um, Because they come and give you last rites all the time, like just like every day, and um, and they just wear like a shirt, like Mary said, like a polo. Yeah, yeah. So they're pretty cash, except that one of them would sing a lot at our house, which which me and the rest of the family would find kind of odd. Um, We'd just be sitting there, and they'd start sort of singing like hymns. Brings a bit of levity to yeah. (laughs) Maybe well, since Jack said he had this connection since he was young, maybe it's like people that want to grow up and be firefighters or something, and he just really wanted to wear the costume. Yeah, maybe he maybe he just wanted to be a priest because like he thought, oh, they get to drink the wine. Yeah, good yeah, time. Yeah. Now, speaking of inappropriate attire, let's go over to Amy Williams. I thought you were going to go straight to Xanthi because who else could you go to? No, actually, I'm all on, I'm on board her attire. I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. However, we find out at the end of Wednesday that the bloke who'd called Amy Annika was referring to her devious past. As a devious maid. Oh, my Lord. As a person who cleans houses in her underwear, in her knickers. Yep. What is that about? Which I would have thought doesn't exist, but... Well, I did a Google search on it. You know, we have an intrepid reporter here, not unlike Madison Robinson. (laughs) Gosh, Madison's going to... I've done the hard yards. It's Kate. She will go to the ends of the earth to find out information for this podcast. I must say, like, if I message Kate with some information, I will get screen dubs back within a minute of all of the stuff that I need. I found... Which, as a parent, is really good. <laughs> I found there's at least three businesses offering that service in Melbourne. Cleaning in so, your knickers. So there's nudemadehire.com.au. Don't give them... No, we're not name-checking these websites. Okay, look, wanna... all right, I'll just give you... Okay, okay. so there's Nude Made Hire, there's Tops Off Cleaning, and there's Fantasy House Cleaning. I'm getting Tops Off Cleaning. Tops Off Cleaning. <laughs> I'm getting Fantasy House Cleaning because I just want the house to be freaking gleaming clean. Imagine you're doing like my a, fantasy. My fantasy is a clean house, please. <laughs> Um, tops off cleaning. <laughs> but okay, so tops off. Oh my god, this had prices. An amazing website with all their prices. Okay, Ooh. yeah, and all the, right. And the, Actually, the branding I'll, is of lovely pink. I'll ask you to um, put them put them in order of um, expense. So we've got lingerie, we've got naked, we've got French made, or we've got topless. I love that. Um, oh well, naked's got to be the top, right? Yes, yeah. yes, that's one hundred and fifty dollars per hour. Then lovely. underwear. Mm. That, no, topless is next. Is oh, next sorry, I was picturing topless blokes. Sorry, no, no, I yeah, thought that would be it's, cheaper. It's, I have to say, they actually do have like shots of of what their cleaners look like without their heads. Yeah, so it's only women. Oh, because I'm like Amy. These people didn't put their p- picture up. <laughs> put their face on it. Can I just say, I, I'd like, I wouldn't mind the French maid to come by. That's that'd be. She's your cheapest at eighty dollars per hour. 
that's not bad. So, so how much? It's is actually up? comparable to an actual cleaner. Because you were going to get gifted one. Yeah, I got gifted one after I had baby Angus. A French maid. Uh, yeah, yeah, French maid. Her name's. That's I, like I'm now thinking about it because it's really super weird. So our cleaner um, plays tennis with my mother-in-law, so it would be weird if she of, came around. <laughs> she came around as a French tennis player. Yeah, and she's really great, and she just wears full clothes. Oh, gosh, that's um, good. Yeah, so I mean, that's that, I mean, I didn't know this was available though <laughs> at the time. I just don't know how good Windex is for the skin. Mm. <laughs> okay, hang on. Particularly and- that nipple skin. You know, it's, it's, well, it's, the, the, the lingerie cleaner is $100 an hour and the topless is 110 So you can go Norgs out for an extra 10 bucks. <laughs> I I reckon French French made. Like that outfit's yeah, got to cost classy. some money. Yeah. So you, I would put that above topless. Why could maybe Amy did the, cost? did the nicer version? But So, okay. I'd, I'd just like to point out here, I've actually got a screen cap of the um, the stills of the sexy cleaners. Oh, wow. <laughs> and but the, the actual, the fully wow. nude, there's a nude woman from behind, very tasteful, <laughs> the clean, cleaning a shower. And I have to say, it's just like she's climbing into the shower. <laughs> I would want my shower cleaned after she'd been in there, I think. That looks like... She how, just looks like a normal that person. Looks, she did, that she looks depressing, that actually. Looks how I, that looks like how I clean my shower when I've sprayed it down and then CJ. hopped in before I it's take the shower. Vaya is the Vaya, do cleaner. You, do you have that outfit, the full body stocking with the bow when you clean? I actually think the French maid is the sexiest of all of them. I just want to say. She's giving you a bit of mystery. Before I answer that question. That one in the middle is super hot. Can yeah. I just talk about how <laughs> I do own the maid's outfit, but. Oh, dear. Oh, I, oh dear. But she only nudes up for her no, I only I Twice used, the money. <laughs> I used to do calisthenics and we did a Rocky what? Horror Show item once. Oh, you are magenta? <laughs> I was magenta. Right. So I have a maid's outfit, but it's not for my secret business. So, so can I just say that you said I used to do calisthenics, yeah. which, which to me who never did it is just uh, is like gymnastics. I right? thought it was like rhythmic. Rhythmic kind of it's a little gymnastics. bit of it's a bit of everything, guys. Hannah Martin used to do it back in the day. It's a bit of dancing, a bit of dramatic, a bit of floor work, a bit of apparatus work, a bit of running around and with a ribbon and the some basic, song and dance. No ribbon. And the basic song crux and dance is number. that you would be more flexible after doing it, right? Yeah, I, I wasn't very good though. Wait, what? No. <laughs> so you've got a French maid outfit. You're working on your flexibility. This is all no. teaming up to this Annika. Ex- this explains is what this the is sexy for the duster in the corner. It does. I just, I'm a little bit. She's upset with neighbours because they seem to go to this devious past crutch. Yeah, they do. With they did it with Sonia. Like can't can't a sister have any other problems in her past apart from getting her norgs out? Wouldn't it be great if the guy had just gone hi Annika and she said no, no, I've told everyone about this. Please move on, and then he just left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or. What what is going on that apprentice carpenter Amy didn't have a consistent income? Yeah, apprentices yeah. are on a shiz ton of money. They're all always driving like you know hotted up utes around. They are. If anything, she could have done a topless handyman routine. Yeah, and done, did a bit of Jim's mowing after would, dark. That would have at least been tender bending. Just, just gone the old um, overalls with nothing on underneath. Love it. That's great. Yeah. Oh, see, you but know. you must admit though, if Windex isn't good for the nipple skin, I, I don't think splinters are. <laughs> the long and the short of that is that this bloke Ryan, his business is going under. How you're offering naked people to clean other people's homes? Yeah, one hundred and fifty an hour. It's a foolproof business plan. It how is. is he cocked that you know, up? You know how he'd make more money by putting clothes on them and making them work as cleaners. Yeah. And more people would hire them. Yeah, there's never been a shortage of people needing other people to clean their homes for them. No, because nobody wants to do that. No. no. Here's a business model, clothe them. So he's a dick. Yeah. Or just stop hiring them and clean yourself. Mm. So he's given Amy this ultimatum 
clean for me one last time for old Mr. Whitaker. Yeah, Mr. Big. Oh. They should have just flat out made her a hooker. No, because that was Sonia's MO. Okay, oh. well, a stripper? Well, Kate was kind of an exotic dancer. And Aaron is. Yeah, Kate was an exotic dancer. No, she just danced. <laughs> oh, that's right. she was like a calisthenics girl. No, wasn't she? she was not. She was in the J- Jason Blah Blah School of she, Dance. Yeah, the right. Ministry of Dance. Yeah. Oh, Kate. man. That maybe um, Father Jack can join the Ministry of Dance. <laughs> Do you know the first time I saw Jay, Jay, Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. I thought it was Kate? How what? dare you? You take that back. They kind of Look, looked the same. I know. Like I, way I, back pe- then. People tell me that all the time. No, not you, Kate. Oh. <laughs> oh my god! As if I would, as if I would blatantly disagree that you look like Jennifer Lawrence. I'm not that mean. <laughs> you don't unlook like her, but you know what I mean. Well, you know, Kate, we're both we're both human. <laughs> Kate <laughs> Ramsey. Anyway, she's doing well on Bold and Beautiful. Well done. Now, oh, she is too, isn't she? Well done. Well done. I still haven't seen her on it. No, no I haven't. No, I don't watch it. Also, can I just say that this is a type of cleaning service that has printable flyers? Mm. Yeah, it does. So he's left the flyer of Annika the Maid. And he's got some leftover. Apparently he <laughs> kept that in his glove box. Did he stick them on like under car wipers or something? Yeah. For a living? <laughs> like, like 10% off. Just go down a high point? <laughs> That's his problem. He's using marketing techniques from the 1990s. He needs to get his website online with prices like that website. That's why his business is going under. Tops Mm. off. They're they're sorted. Yeah, and they've got good colour scheme and everything Mm. on their website. Have you had a good look at this flyer? Not as good a look as you've had. There's something very strange about her chest there and neck. I don't know what's happened, but I think her neck is broken. She looks like Jessica Rabbit. And her chest looks like it's vector-based. Yeah, <laughs> it is. That, that's a cartoon. That's not I, her at all. I would be saying at that point, if that came around, I'd just say, well, that's clearly my head photoshopped onto something weird. She could explain that away very easily. She could have just said, I was playing magenta in the Rocky Horror Show. When yeah. I was doing calisthenics. <laughs> yeah. Just like Faye tells everyone. <laughs> just saying, if there's any number How of... old were you when you did calisthenics? Just 18 and she was hard up for money, okay? <laughs> I started when I was eight and I finished when I was 18. Thank you very much. And I was magenta when I was about 16. Isn't it like a 12-year-old girl gig? No. Was I, there I, any guys? Yet? No, I, I didn't. Calisthenics, no, it's girls only. Uh, these days it's so probably... Who was, so who was the lucky bastard who got to be oh, Frankenfurter? Well, we had um, a very flexible, acrobatic geek kind of girl. who She was Frankenfurter. Usually I had to play the boy roles because I was the tallest, so I had to yeah. be like Fred Flintstone and mm-hmm. so it was pretty grim. Yeah, it's a, it really is tough being a tall girl. Yeah, tall, yeah. Tall, girl, tall girl and dancing. Give the tall girls girl school. some Actually, nice yeah, yeah, girl school. I had to play Danny in our like, lip syncing of the Grease Mecca mix <laughs> because my friend Sandra demanded to play Sandy because they had oh, the same name. God damn Sandy it, Sandra. Mm-hmm. Now, we have to round it all off. So... <laughs> Thursday. Okay. Not sure how we're going to get back from where we just know. were. <laughs> once, they, once they take us to cleaning in their knickers services, where are we meant to go? I don't get it. Imagine if her like backstory was that like she was a scientist or something. Like, why can't we have something nice? Why can't it be? Have we, have we ever had a scientist in the show? Why can't it be Annika? You you so. worked on this controversial genetic testing. Yeah, and I'm here to expose you. Yeah. For corrupt or, ethics. Yeah. Maybe she worked for like a dodgy building company that's like been all over 60 minutes or something. Yeah. It's, it like, or maybe she built Lasseter's originally. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. That would be amazing. Yeah. But there could be so many other things. She, like, no, she had know, to be a dirty. She had to be a dirty girl in an outfit. Whatever. So next. Now. Uh, that all resolves on Thursday because Aaron down the mines goes and has a quiet word and somehow gets Lasseter's to 
take over the cleaning contract of this schmuck who can't run his nudie business. And now the Are nude- they going to clean in the nude? <laughs> no, apparently they're going to pop clothes on and do it. Fantastic. And he goes, oh, hey, that's a great idea. Yeah. I think of outsourcing. That's them. interesting. Commercial cleaning. I should get into that game. Like, I can I can hire ugly people. Yeah. It won't matter what they look like. I don't need to go and find Annika. By day, they clean in their clothes. At night time, they'll whip them off. Yeah, and they can do what they want in their private time, and that's okay. Well, actually, if the sexy cleaners do work there, you know they're going to be leaving their business cards in the like the mm-hmm. the hotel directory. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. Flip through the display um, book. I'd like to talk about Aaron for a second. Yeah, sure. I can't imagine, you know, because I do um, social marketing myself, um, and I can't imagine that he's getting paid for anything he's doing right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you see when when he visited? Um, the garage? No, was it the garage? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, no, 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 visited, no. When he visited Amy. Mm, he was there to tell her what like, social branding was apparently. Oh, well, she said, look, I just want a quote for a website. Why is she going to the stripper to design a website? Uh, that's exactly right. I don't understand. Like, and he's just sort of get floating around giving people advice. But nothing, like he's not doing anything solid. Also, it's 2016. There are websites now where you just plug in your information mm. and it all appears in a beautiful graphic for you. It's exactly right. Amy should have a... Or whatever they're called. Wix, whatever. Wix, yeah. She can free trial. Which I don't recommend. But anyway. Anyway. <laughs> free trial or uh, go in, set it all up. Bob's yeah. your uncle. Jimmy could do it for her. Yeah. Jimmy could set it all up for her. She doesn't need to bother mm. Aaron, who needs to be out there on the hustings trying to find a real job. He needs to, like, also he has absolutely no experience in marketing in any way. No. Like, well, he marketed himself, but that's it. He has Facebook, which granted got me quite a few of my social media jobs in the entertainment industry. I just had to say, I use Facebook and Twitter. They're like, come on in. (laughs) We don't know how. Like, sweet. Um, So, but yeah, he's not really, anyway, he's not getting paid. Xanthi's not paying him. Xanthi's not paying him. And Paul couldn't have paid him. And I just don't get it. Anyway. Mm. Um, But he's just become like advice guy on the street. (laughs) Yeah, because Sonia's busy with her... Yeah, so he pops off in his nice little um, shapely shirt and <laughs> and gives you advice and goes to talk to men from your past for you. Yeah, because Amy needs a man to sort her out her troubles. Yeah. Ugh. Speaking of people who need men to sort out their problems. That's all. Paige, yeah. the, all we get from her at the end of the week, she picks up the Bible and pops off to have a bit of a study. Yeah, because she's got to she got to see what see what see what she's up against. Yeah. Hang on, hold on a minute here. Loz had a copy of the Holy Bible in her bookshelf beside her TV. Now I know why she does because I have one on my bookshelf beside my TV as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I'll stop throwing shade at this point. Um, it's because it was in the house when I bought it. <laughs> and Is this like what did like who were the, the religious group that left the the motel Bibles around? Is that what happened? Did you have like... Oh, the tree hood people or whatever they're called. Um, Hilltop. Hilltop. Hillsong. Hillsong, that's it. Um, No, my house was my grandparents' house and me and my dad, when my dad and I, when we were cleaning out the house, we would come across religious items and then we had, you know, a rubbish bag and then a gift to charity bag and whatever and we would go to throw it in the rubbish and then we'd just get scared that that would mean we're going to go to hell, right? (laughs) Well, charity, because, but surely there's nothing more Christian than charity. That's true. And um, recently I found a copy of the instruction book of the Holy, Holy Church, which is not even a Bible. It's just instructions on how to be Catholic. Whoa. Ah. Yeah. And it was really thick and it had like a, yeah. But it's sitting in the shelf next to my television because I can't get rid of it. I'll get rid of it. I, yeah. I'll come around. Well, do you reckon, so are you I even have a crucifix that, somewhere in my house. I'll get rid of it. I love that you actually put your arms out for the crucifix. 
<laughs> I'll come around, CJ. I'll exercise your home for you. <laughs> so my tip is Lauren at some point has been Catholic. Okay. Yeah. Do you, I, reckon you it was de- I reckon it was dead cops. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, actually, he was always a bit more... He was, he was boring, a bit churchy, was wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought you were implying that it was Lou's old Bible. And, well, because if, if one man needed one, that would be him. Ooh, he was probably selling them at a good profit. That's why he's left it behind. And we can't imply that religious people are boring because that was a fascinating chat Mary, oh, yes, Mary yes. gave us actually, before. Actually, no, I quest- just said he was I, churchy. I, I have a question for Mary. Do you have a copy of the Bible beside your TV? Or, or do you go online? Do you have an app? Do you use your app? Bible Gateway or whatever? Yeah, Is there an app? That's excellent. Is text of the of day or something? What am I thinking? Get like There's a text of, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm timing us with an app at the moment. That's a good like, point. Uh, it's, not, it's irrelevant. The, the app is saying, enough, guys, enough. Like, Stop talking. Shut up half an hour ago. <laughs> but she, Paige should be dialing that business up and just Look, getting I think, the cliff notes. Yeah. I think at very least she could just respect the church um, and something that's been around for a lot longer than cute girls um, and just get over it. Not Paige needs to respect yeah. people's boundaries. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I've learned how to use. I've learned how to use and use a, set, a new setting on this. Yeah, we're going to have music spliced throughout forever now. My favourite feature. Now, speaking of people in inappropriate attire while they are cleaning, let's move over to Zancan. Oh yes. scrubbing the deck, scrubbing oh. the floor. Okay, all right. Look, I am a lazy housewife, mm-hmm. self-admitted. Have you ever scrubbed the floor? I've certainly never scrubbed the floor. Never scrubbed no. the floor. And if I did, though, I would have that headband on. Oh, it was excellent. It matched yeah. everything. In fact, I bought, like, it's like a Rosie the Riveter type of headband. Mm-hmm. I bought one of them from Modcloth and I've never used it. Maybe I need to just do my housework just get, in get, it. Get your Me French too, maid's yeah. outfit back on. Yeah. I, you guys are always in my home and you know I'm not a, I don't keep a good home. I'm not a domestic <laughs> goddess. I put as much junk away as I can so before so, you guys get the, here. The curse of living with a cat. That's, <laughs> yeah. Two I'm cats. conflicted with it myself. Yeah. There you go. Mm. It's just all boxes and that's it. So Zankan's l- trying to work off her punishment of, you know, fleecing a guy with his money. Fleecing. I love how they're just like, they've all just left it to uh, you just like normal kid get in trouble things like you've got to clean the house, but like, they, you know, they stole 10 grand. Stole 10 grand and then spent the money on yourselves. I'm going to need you guys to explain this to me. What, where did the cash actually originally come from? Did, was that ever revealed or <laughs> was I just tweeting and not noticing? All this Lassiter's bizzo has gone so far off course. It, it had something to do. So, um, What's his face? It was, it's T Quizzle. T Quizzle. Yeah. He stole it from Julie, I think. His stepmom. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she right. got it out, I don't know, to pay a hitman or something. Oh, no, she got it out to pay Jacko to go tinker with the boiler. Yep. And then. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I assume. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I'm really well, that's plausible now. Yeah. Because, like, 11 weeks postpartum, I can't remember much. And I remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> it was. And can I just say. Oh, the big bombshell of who blew up Lassiter's was revealed and it turns out it was one of the suspects. Cool. <laughs> Good mystery, guys. Here's a shot, guys. It's the only baddie who's in the street. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the person who was written in as the villain. Did you know that she's married to... Um... Yeah. Yeah, I had she's no idea. She's your main rival. I'm Did pretty excited. With her? To Paul. Yeah, we, I know. I, yeah, everyone who comes... Anyone who speaks on these microphones, we inform them that they are married in real life. Well, I didn't know. And oh, then... Um, oh, actually, side note, our Twitter friend Sammy saw them shopping at Costco one day. Exciting in the wild. They went down and to get I the actually, toilet paper. 
I think we need to get her to record a little voice memo. No, that's, no? that's creeper territory. Apparently they had a lot of milk in their, their trolley. What are they doing with all that milk? No. Making milkshakes? Don't paint all the boys to the yard? Don't paint Sammy out to be some kind of page. She was... She was. At what point are you going to have to pay royalties on this song? Oh, yeah. I, bu- I bought the song. Go buy Shakaya's song. Stop calling me. It was great. It was an Aussie hit. Yeah. Um, two Aboriginal girls as well. Like, I didn't know that. From, yeah. from Townsville or Cairns, somewhere up there. FNQ. Yeah, they... He might have even been part of that. They were my jam. I was all about Shakaya. Was he from Sydney or Queensland? I can't remember. Who? The priest. He was from Innisfail. Father Jack, Queensland. Uh, Queensland. FNQ. F and Q. All right. Mm-hmm. Zankan cleaning the floor. She wants Ben to ask her to the formal. Can I just say, that's not a thing. That's the thing that happens on television, being going to the formal with a date, yeah. I find. Uh, oh, no. Okay. Well, okay. All right. We need to <laughs> once my... again explain that, yes, we all went to girls' school, so finding a date for the formal okay. yeah, no, was well, a thing. My year levels <laughs> in year 11 and 12 yeah. were co-ed. Oh, so, of yeah. course, yes. Also, maybe it's a window into the lonely existence I lived as a teenager. We all just went in a big group as friends. Ah, yeah, yeah no, no. If, if we were going to do that, it, was, it would be like the opposite of a sausage fest. If we'd just gone with friends. <laughs> An egg festival. A clam club. Clam club. So we went in a big group, but there was like we would all have a date. Mm, exactly. Okay. Yes, yeah. yes. Maybe that happened and I just didn't have one. <laughs> I know that there was dates at yours. Yeah, the people that were in relationships yeah. went yes, together. That's yeah. very true. But we all yeah. were in the same limo. You are, yeah. you are 100% yeah, right. Yeah. The, the, at the, the, school, they didn't have dates. It wasn't just fair. Thank you. Yep. Oh, that's good to <laughs> co-sign on that. <laughs> I, I, look, I had dates and I went, to, I went to a boys' school one as well. Oh. But they weren't my boyfriend. Did you wear a French man's outfit? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, actually, funnily enough, it was a Catholic boys' school as well. Oh. Yeah, there you go. However, I do commend Zancan for firstly putting on her amazing rainbow paddle pop leather jacket. Mm. Pleather oh, jacket. that thing is vile. I love it. Love so it. Love I want it. it. She I nearly lost her virginity in that. Yeah, she that's, did. It's like good memories about, about two centimetres from that. <laughs> firstly, I think she's already lost her virginity up in the Goldie. Oh, man. She, I'm sad for the youth of today. Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> Exhibit A, Piper Willis. Mm. Now, and her daddy issues. So, also, Zankan front foots it and puts it to Ben. Want to come to the formal? It's going to be stupid, but let's just go hang out, whatever. And he goes, yeah, yeah, it is going to be stupid. Let's not go. So, that backfires. And then she dissolves into tears, mm. which I don't appreciate, but I guess that would have been my reaction as well. So I can't judge no, imagine if you went and asked the boy next door to the formal and he said no. Yeah, but Devo, you'd be, Devo. You'd be, you'd be vomiting with embarrassment, I yeah. think. Even the strongest feminist would be upset. Yeah, it's mm. harsh. Mm. And so Gazcan takes matters into his own hands. To protect his princess. He, mm. he does, I guess, what he did in prison, but in prison he used a bag of apples. In the real world, he takes a wad of cash round to the Kennedys. I love how much cash he's got. Where's that come from? Like from making number plates or something? Or Well, when you leave prison, you get given money. Really? Um, yeah, for all your work. Today I learned. Yeah, it's only it's, oh, yeah. it's a small amount of money, but if you've been in the clink for a while, it can, it can add up. And he's handed Like that- if you do murder, you get quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> what a benefit. Yeah, like you only get it's something like they get paid something like $4.80 a day or something. So then, mm. yeah. So he's handed his hard earned over to Ben and says, buy yourself a tux, go take my daughter to the formal. Ben's like, mm, all right. And promptly in the next episode, uses the money to buy Carl and Sue's, who were suddenly broke, mm. tickets to this 80s reunion comedy gig starring men without hats. But what a cutie. 
Okay. I didn't like Ben until then. This is where you need to play the safety dance. <laughs> we can dance if we want to. Okay. I don't have, I haven't, I'm not organised enough to have more than one song okay. at my disposal. <laughs> uh, safety dance, safety dance. So that's what Carl and Susan want to do, but for some reason they're broke, even though he's been a doctor for 50 years. Mm. But I don't understand why they're broke. Actually, later on, he do, she did say to him, we're both public servants. Uh, uh, look, he works at a, a, a public hospital, but he's not a public servant, though, is he? Would you ever describe a doctor at a public hospital? I never have. I, I never have. I have I have described a nurse as that. Yeah, which I, 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 that's true. I would, I would think they are, but I would have thought. Probably not because most of them have consulting rooms. Exactly. And, I mean, he, he hypnotises people. He's not really a public servant. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just had a vision of like people walking around like chickens. As <laughs> sexy as this public servant's chat is, uh, we need to just quickly name check Brinsley, the dweeby dweeb that oh, yes. Colette Nan brought in to ask. Bre- Brinsley Belden, according yeah. to the, the credits. Trixie Belden's grandson, I reckon. Don't know who that is. Yeah, actually, I knew I'd get crickets on that one. I, I, I she was no a te- teen it. detective book series from the 80s. Oh, okay. And earlier. <laughs> I want to read that. Now, <laughs> um, this is where Zankan's hypocrisy comes to light because I've been saying this whole time, she's a meanie mean girl. Mm. From the start, since she got here, and suddenly this nice boy comes to ask her to the formal, and she's like, nah, we're not going to be friends. I'm not talking to you. Fatto. Yeah, see you later. And I'm and I'm like, hang on, you were the self-proclaimed loser of the school. You can't give this guy five minutes of your time. So she's dead to mm. me. And let's we need to round off the week because Kate still has to go and vote. Yes, I know. <laughs> and it, you do get in trouble in Australia if you don't vote, you get a fine. And, um, and unlike... Unlike the Brits, we kind of are thinking a little bit more seriously about how, what we're voting for in this country. Sorry to throw shade, but, you know, it's warranted. Remember voting Paul Sonia? I don't know. Yeah. Can we finish off with Friday, which was I've written here was a fruit salad of an episode because it had everything. It had Carl going to the tax man, Ben asking Xanthi to the formal, and then we finish off with Madison. So it had kind of everyone and everything. So we have Piper and Zancan in their kale masks doing some skin therapy. Oh, that. actually, yes, which led to my line of the night, which was when Xanthi said, oh, this is what they, they use in Korea. And Piper goes, oh, which Korea? Yeah, yeah it was mine too. <laughs> solid, uh, solid gear there. So then Zancan spend the, spends the rest of the episode planning out her ideal formal date, which well, is she cute. She put more planning into that than my vision for my wedding, I think. Yeah, well, she yeah, definitely she was very into it. It was definitely more plans than Paige put into her wedding. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Although I loved how she was like really like, oh, what jewelry am I going to wear? Like it was like at the Oscars or something. She was great. Yeah. But the formals were the formal was like the Oscars. That's true. That's true. Right. Hang on, hang on. Remember what um, old mate Blander wore to the formal? Yeah, she had that boho cheap hemp, hemp sack. <laughs> <laughs> if only she'd put a bit more care in. Yeah. Now this whole time Piper's sexting back and forth with Tyler, and Zancan's plying her for information. Who's the guy? What's going on? Mm. What's the go? And you know Zankan would just grab the phone and have a look and go, hey, why is she texting Tyler? Oh, my God, what? Yeah, she would just take the phone and look. Yeah, but she would totally be into it. She'd be down Mm. with her going out with the elderly man. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, because also Madison's already signed off on it and said Mm -hmm. go for it. Mm -hmm. Great advice for a faux sister-in-law. And so it culminates. So now Tyler's waiting for Piper to get permission off the rents to go out with this (laughs) grown-up man. And she decides while we're waiting – Zankan keeps trying to talk her into taking Rudy selfies and Piper, like, 
aptly reminds her that that's how Ben got into strife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how about calling Erinsborough SVU on the potential use of um, transmission of kitty porn yes. that's about to be sent? Yes. She could, if, if I've watched enough SVU, and I know you have too, Vaya, Yeah. she could be going to juvie for um, producing she child could, porn. Definitely. She could have um, a record and she could be on the list. Just sex offenders registry, which yeah. isn't great. And I'm sure Zankan could probably be implicated for commissioning it. I wonder if Ben's on the list. Yeah, probably up in Ballarat, he's mm. probably not allowed to go back. We well, can't live near a school, which is weird because he lives with a principal. Yeah, oh, it's very complicated. In the meantime, she's fired up the old vlogging camera, her iPhone, and she's gonna put together this little sexy mm. vlog. Yeah, very special episode, just for one person. <laughs> Don't do it, Piper. Don't. This ended badly for Blanda as well. Remember when Robbo made the sex tape that went on the internet? And just then he- guys, keep it all offline. Yeah. Just yeah. keep it yeah. all off. Unplug, or turn the Wi-Fi settings off. Or don't go out with someone who's more sexually aged than you. I don't, aged? A- aged is the wrong word. <laughs> like a good wine. Unless he's like 80 and completely aged. Well, that would probably be better. <laughs> but instead, she says she's ready to go the whole nine yards. Oh, it's, it's all. This is where you need to play Don't Stand So Close to Me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, we move over quickly because Madison's finishing up all of her research for this crappy article and she's going over to interview Drab on his uh, Blazing Saddles outreach program. And he, <laughs> Which I have never heard of this before. I thought it was just all running around like ovals and that's how he got Shitizen of the Year. Yeah, I didn't know he had actual equipment that he was renting out. It, uh, it just gets bigger and bigger and more annoying because I'm like, if this isn't real. Can well, someone please tell me this is not really doesn't well, do this? Why isn't this shithead actually just teaching? And oh, the fact that he and he walks in and says, "Now this is the equipment I was talking about." So what was that conversation oh, outside? Wow. Now we have equipment. <laughs> this is the equipment I was talking about. It should be like great. Yeah, my gym has that too. So and then it's this beautiful tableau of there's one kid on a treadmill, there's a couple of kids playing with a fitball, there's one kid doing weights. Yeah, it's great. And they're why all... doesn't he just use the gym instead of getting Ex- other equipment? Exactly. Or why doesn't he have like a like a boxing thing set up? I thought that's what like yeah. tough kids. Tough kids do that's boxing. That's how you get through to them, like by beating the crap out of them. And the mm. fact that no one's doing them do it to each other. No yeah. one's doing like a set, like no one's doing reps of he's not coordinating it. Like no, when I'm letting them use equipment. Just like the laps. He'd just go, All right, run around over there. When I go to a gym class, usually the trainer is there going, Okay, now 30 seconds yeah. of sit-ups. Now run around the room. Now da da da. Like, yeah. At the very least, they have a duty of care to watch you on the equipment. <laughs> Just but walk Brad, around. Hmm, he's not so into duty no. of care. And then no. he then this um, he introduces Maz- Madison to this homeless kid. Uh, and it's like Madison had never encountered a homeless person in her life, which she probably hadn't. No, not in the Gold Coast. They're all like tans yeah. and bikinis. And then... That all comes to a head because later mm. in the episode... I was going to say, it was Chekhov's homeless kid that... <laughs> he's come back and, look, he's been given a bad rap because then he's... The next time we see him, they're having a street party out the front of the community centre, spray cans in hand, yep, tag and everything. Maybe they've been the anonymous graffiti vandals we've had all this time on exactly. Ramsey Street. It's, it's like 1980s New York there. The, the music was going, the booze was being passed around, people were chroming, come one, come all, yep. have a party... And then I'll, I'll make Paul turns up. Takes the little happy snap with the camera. And goes, oh, you're from Brad Willis's group, aren't you? Brilliant, brilliant. And, and the kid's just like, turn tail, instead of turning around and just like giving him a powered punch or like 50. How? They should take his Shitizen of the Year award off him if he's given it, been given accolades for running these disadvantaged youths back mm-hmm. into shape and then they turn around and vandalise community property. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but then like Paul's parting word to them was, oh, you didn't even do a smiley face, like with a smirk on his face. That was great. Brilliant end. Brilliant end to all of that. And that rounds off his plan. Um, Now, what's just happened is now CJ's had to say goodbye early because baby Angus has called her away. Yeah, much like Sarah Beaumont and Angus. They've they've made an early departure. They've popped on a plane to Germany to go visit Dr. Carlsberg. (laughs) Uh, The the Ramsey Street taxi was waiting to take them over. And... So finish off with this scene at the front of the community centre and then Paul's got this footage uh, on his phone and he goes and to see Madison. Mm. At, she's doing her cadet work at the cafe at night, at the bar outside yeah, yeah. With, her, uh, with her laptop, not even plugged in. Like She's got good battery life. Mm. She's clicking away at the keyboard, putting in her final touches on her article and then does the old walk away from the laptop routine. Yeah, that's that that old standard. You think that the um sorry, was it West Borough Star would have warned her about it seeing mm. it just happened last week to their last Could cadet. They've probably even banned their workers from Why does a cadet need access to upload their articles? Like surely they it's it'd be like having the work experience kid do yeah. it. And so it's happened at least five times this year. Mm. We happened with Kyle at the garage, it happened with Carl Kennedy and that that other um, mad woman, uh, what's her name? Oh, Nini. 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 So this, he doctors the submission of this yep. article and like defames Brad's character, which I you commend know, him for. The thing is, though, like, okay, I can see Paul doing that to an anonymous poor schmo cadet. Mm. Why is he actively stuffing up his niece's That's career? His family member. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and- if it was Daniel, you'd be like, oh, yeah, good, go for it. It's going to be like the Book of Secrets all over again. Mm. She's going to have been throwing mud at every single member of Erinsborough yeah. next week. And uh, so that's where we leave them. And then we finish with Pipes recording the sexy vlog. And can I just a side note on this little sleepover that she's having at Zancan's place. When I always had sleepovers at my friends' houses, we always stayed in the same room. Yeah, in their bedroom. You didn't like sleep on the couch ready to be molested by their ex-jailbird father. <laughs> Come on, you know he'd go and get a glass of water in the middle of the night and give her like a, a stray honk. Go for a fumble. <laughs> and he, and okay, if you did sleep in the living room, it's because maybe there were like seven or eight of you. Exactly, overflow. If there were seven or eight of you, yeah, you'd all be in the same room. Yeah, and lunch. it's not, you'd want to have a chat in, late into mm, the night. Yeah, do your nails. So, but all, but I'll forgive that if not for the fact that we got the most amazing set of Care Bear pajama onesie outfit. <laughs> you and your Care Bears. Well, hey. <laughs> You know, it, there was a lot to love about the Care Bears. You know, there was colour, there was movement, there was, was feel-good Hallmark storylines. Zankan had a, a one-piece pyjama ensemble and I was all about it. So next week... Yeah. They, oh, no, yeah. no, we have, you've missed the, the, the ceramic pig of the week. Oh, you mean I didn't want to talk about tax? You didn't want to talk about tax and the, the 5K that um, Carl had under their register, which was apparently tips. Tip money. Bullshit. He's got $5,000 in tips. Very unlikely to me. And so can you explain it to me? Because, look, I pay someone to deal with my taxes. I can't deal with Carl Kennedy's taxes. Well, look, I've never run a small business. It's a shame CJ had to leave. Yes. Because she was, she was going to be our go-to person on this. But, look, I don't know. It just seems unlikely to me that the ATO would be chasing down 5K in alleged lost income. And why would the tips be going to Carl? Wouldn't they be going to their employees? Yeah, to the bar staff. But yeah. It's, it's all very strange. Anyway, Susan had this kind of like attack of conscience yeah. about it and said, you've got to go to the accountant. You've got to pay tax or whatever. On what seems to be a Saturday. 
Because the yeah. kids are all the kids are all sitting around doing mud masks. But even like worst case scenario, an absolute worst case scenario, wouldn't they just be paying? Wouldn't they forfeit the five thousand dollars? Like, like yeah, it, which okay. he did, and then apparently he has to pay a fine. And now and then he says we're going to have to sell off air because off air isn't <gasps> viable now. Daniel's gone, which is kind of awesome, Vaya, because it will get the hipster stank. Out of this room. Oh, we can reclaim off air. Reclaim studio. the bar. Yeah, our yeah. studio, Pirate Net. Pirate Net Studios. Yep. However, and doesn't it's not like Daniel was bringing in customers. Like why? No, did, Daniel was like running the business into the ground. He was having lattes at Lasseter's doing his work from outside all the time. If the bloody waterhole can make money with Sheila managing it, then surely off air can like work with Carl running it. If anything, I'm sure Carl could have done some manoeuvre like declaring five thousand dollars worth of doctor's stationery or it was medical it was equipment cash. that he needed it was cash though uh, like it was no but it was ridiculous like yeah. why even bother declaring cash i'm so confused i'm confused too it's it's very strange and it seemed very ceramic piggish and why didn't he as our friend sarah cp jones on twitter pointed out it's because he's spending all his money on ceramic pigs that he's in this position in the exactly. first place <laughs> it's 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 a circle of life ceramic pig begets ceramic pig yeah well, you've got to go vote. I've got to go vote. Uh, yes. So oh, and, and can I just do a quick shout out oh. to Neighbours' youngest fan, yeah. little Jessie O. She's pretty awesome, and she likes Neighbours, and she likes Neighbours. Is she? How old is she? I don't know. Actually, I think she's over ten. She's a tween. Yes, a tween. Yes. Too young to be hearing some of the language we. I know. Yeah. Use don't Jessie. Just don't listen to the episode with the guys in it. Okay. Or a lot of our episodes. Yes, I know. <laughs> Any any of them that have E on it, yes. don't listen to them. Don't listen to the ones that say no. E. And if you do hear a lot of that inappropriate language, know that... Don't repeat it because, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Don't speak that way in polite circles. It's just, it's just, it's like it's a sometimes food, that sort of language. <laughs> like the Cookie Monster says, yeah. Anyway, it's great to see there is a new generation of Neighbours viewers who are in on the snark I'm very well. keen to know if she understood your weddings parties anything references. Okay, okay. Look, I, I went back on that just before and it turns out it was the Aria Song of the Year in 1993 when I would have been 13, 14 and you were... 11. 11, okay, which is actually probably one of the widest moments of the age group between us, age difference. And that was peak Ace of Base era for me. So yeah, you saw the sign, I and did. it opened up your eyes. Yeah. You saw the sign, and that's that's all I was doing. Uh, thank you again to Mary Judafruit on Twitter. We will be drawing on your Catholicism knowledge oh, again over the over the weeks to come. I'm flying blind here. I'm on Bible Gateway trying to study oh, up like Paige. Hang on. Side note: yeah. um, Father Jack's a priestly buddy who turned up to counsel him. <laughs> yeah, do you can you picture him? It was played by John Orksick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Cop bl- Shop. Blue Shirt Priest. Yeah, yeah, Blue Shirt Priest. He was from Cop Shop, but he's also the ex-husband of Paula Duncan, a.k.a. the Spray and Wipe Lady, a.k.a. Harold's ex-wife. Okay, you took a very long journey to get Neighbours Rain Man on me, but uh, Harold's wife... Yeah, the, the, the most recent wife. Oh, yeah. From Byron. Wasn't he also someone else? Well, didn't you say yes, he- yes, he, yes. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. John Orksick, the the blue shirt priest, was also Drew Kirk's father. So the actor that played Drew Kirk's father is blue shirt priest. He's back on the show, not as Drew Kirk's father. Exactly. Why not make him come and visit Ben and have he, a bit of throwback? He could be Ben's other grandfather visiting. No. 
No. I don't want the stop that, bringing in all these new people. That is such a waste Ugh. of a of an actor. Instead of coming in to be this outside priest, yeah. Where are they, are they going to even show a church? Probably uh, not. I don't, like, I don't know. Maybe they'll uh, sanctify the bloody murder rotunda. Well, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. It was great to have everyone back on deck. Drop us a note online anytime at Neighbours Pod and all the places. If you uh, want to record a voice memo for us, yeah, we love them. We love them. We'll play. We'll play. Any if you've got a field of expertise, we we want to dip into it. If it's boilers, if it's priests, if it's jails, jails, yep. The yeah. the neighbours cancer cluster, oh, German cancer cures, cancer researchers, get on to us. Explain what the hell's happening. Is it less oh, like if you've ever hired a cleaner in her knickers or his knickers, or if you've been said cleaner. Get on to jotting us a line about that. Yes. We want to know all details. <laughs> How much did you charge an hour? Did you fully nude up? Was topless more or less expensive than lingerie? Anyway, so many questions. The only appropriate way to go out on all of this is with our friends Shakaya. And I'm Vaya. At, <laughs> no, you're Shavaya. <laughs> at Vaya Pashos. CJ is Because I Am Pink. And I'm Kate and I'm at Remued. And, um, yeah, hit us up because unlike... Father Jack will answer your calls. See that you have